Welcome to the Easeful Up Level, where we talk all things conscious entrepreneurship, spirituality, and up leveling without stress. Together, Aaron Tobias, our marketing expert, meets with Allison Borstad, our mindset expert, where we just get into the nitty gritty of what it means to figure out who you are, what your purpose is, and what your next steps are. Our goal is to make it as effortless and easeful as possible. Even when you're going through hard times, our goal is to get our mindsets right and get our energy right so that we feel like we can attack anything. We can accomplish anything. Consider this your energetic upgrade of the day. We hope you love this episode. But yeah, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, as we've been trying to cultivate the feelings that we want to feel, right? And, And some of the things that we naturally feel like I think you and I have always had this kind of lightness of spirit maybe right like a bubbliness even though we've been through some stuff <laughs> we've had our our dark moments as well you know but like I, I do think in general um you and I are very honest people like we wear our hearts on our sleeves um Aaron and I used to have an inside joke when we were little um one time I don't know I said something to her and she was like girl you can't lie about the truth can't lie and about I was it like, which is like our favorite thing to say like you can't lie about the truth which is so funny because like obviously people lie about the truth all the time but we're like to us we're like no like there's just the truth is the truth right or um why obscure things and so anyways it's it's funny though because i've been reflecting on like continuing to keep my heart center open and all this kind of stuff um while also being aware right that like when you are a beamer of light it attracts all types some of which don't need to be <laughs> in your circle, in your field all the time or at all. You know, like that's been something I've been reflecting on of like being this really like wildly open and vulnerable person. And at the same time, um, being very mindful about like who I allow direct access or how much access to me. Right. That's just like, really interesting. That's interesting. What are some things that you do in order to keep yourself like, that beam of light or that like pure white light intention? Like what are some like Mm. tangible things that you like to do? Yeah. I mean, I do think, I mean, definitely like how my body feels (laughs) really dictates a lot of this kind of stuff. Right. So like getting enough sleep, staying hydrated, like eating enough protein, like all the basic kind of stuff. But I mean, truly, I think if I'm feeling physically not well it's hard to like be beaming <laughs> um but also I, I do think like doing a daily gratitude practice which i've done for a long time now there's like a lot of um research on the brain of how it like literally builds your brain structures in a really beautiful way so it's like really good for you um and also i think just like this this like concept of intentionality of like how do i want to feel and what do i want to exude today and mm-hmm. not that i'm trying to control other people's feelings around me but like ideally how would i like the people that i choose to interface with today like how would i like them to feel like i would like for people to feel loved and seen and supported and encouraged like and however they feel is their business actually but um i think some of that kind of stuff of like what what em- energy would i like to beam because it's crazy that we can like once we identify what it is, we actually can like conjure it up, mm-hmm. especially if we're feeling good that, you know, or energetic that day. So that's the stuff that I kind of play with in terms of um, the, like the concentrated beaming of various energies too, right. Of like, maybe it's playfulness today or it's like confidence or it's 
helpfulness or something today. It might be a little bit different every day, but it's my own little practice. For me, I'm definitely very conscious of who I'm allowing in. And I do think it's a real thing that like, you know, when you start to purify yourself and show up more enthusiastically and at high vibe, there's a lot of people that are like misunderstanding of that. And so they might be off put or they might be drawn to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) or they might want to just like, kind of like take you down a notch. Like it might be too much for them. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely noticed that, especially entering specific situations where like maybe the vibe is lower and it's not the norm. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes when you're like seeing someone that you haven't visited in a while, that can happen too. I've definitely noticed that like shift. It's like, oh, wow, like I'm coming up here, like at this level and they're down here at this Mm -hmm. level. I don't want to go down. I want to stay here. So like really protecting my energy and keeping my practices up has been something that I've been really mindful of because I've been having Mm -hmm. to enter into a lot of different situations of like seeing people I haven't seen in a while or like going into new situations where the vibe Mm -hmm. might not be as protected as what I experience on the daily basis. Mm -hmm. Because I work from home and I get to choose who I work with. A lot of times it's like the vibe is always very high. Mm -hmm. So that's been interesting to just have to be in situations that I'm not used to being in to just experience that like shift. Um, But what's been helping me has been honestly, like knowing when the shift happens, I've been putting myself like in like a little energetic bubble, which doesn't solve everything, but it makes me feel like, okay, this is my own energy. I know what it feels like before Mm -hmm. I'm walking into the room. I know I'm vibing at a high level. So let me just kind of like envision bubbling that up and like protecting it and knowing what's mine and not taking on like the negativity or the lower vibrations of someone else. That's been super helpful for me. And then also taking time out. So I've noticed like, Mm -hmm. especially if you're, for example, like on a vacation around some people, um, maybe it's your family, maybe it's your friends, I don't know. But if you're like around a group of people, that it's an extended period of time. A lot of times my people pleasing self would have felt in the past like, oh, I need to be around them all the time. I need to be Mm -hmm. making sure they have fun. I need to be in their presence. I can't go to bed early if I feel like it because I want to make sure that they have a good time and get to spend time with me. Um, Honestly, like now I've just been like, I'm checking out early, I'm going to bed or like I'm taking time to meditate. I have to take my afternoon nap. So I need to meditate and like protect my energy. Yeah, that has been helpful. Just kind of realizing that my social battery is a little different. Like, I love that you brought up our like former people pleasing selves because both you and I are like... (laughs) been recovering from being hardcore people pleasers and and it's so funny that it's it's you know like a a safety mechanism right like psychologically that we kind of learn in childhood typically and then just keep doing until we learn how to stop doing it and it's really hard and it's really interesting too because like if you're full-blown in people-pleasing mode typically you do just like chameleon you mirror back whoever you're with you match their energy typically and Mm -hmm. so that they feel comfortable and so that they feel seen and so they don't feel judged and like it's it's really an interesting thing um and sometimes when you're that tuned into other people like 
before you go through the healing process, sometimes you don't even realize how drained you are because you're just, you're reading their energy constantly. You're not actually attuning to yours. You don't actually care what your energy is totally. because like, oh, I put my energy to the side. Like I'm a martyr. <laughs> it's all for everybody else. Right. And then why am I sick all the time? Um, but like when you, <laughs> when you start like healing it, it's so interesting. That concept that you're saying of like this bubble of I'm, I'm actually not going to morph into whoever's in the room with me. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to hold my own and my, my own energy and I'm not going to change it for other people's like comfort. And the thing is with us, like we're really kind hearted people. So we're never like, I'm going to come in as a huge bitch and just like, and you have to deal with it. Like, we're just like literally just existing as like, just, I don't know, um, good, neutral, whatever people. Um, but it is interesting what you're speaking to of when you're vibing on a totally different wavelength of like, I'm in a good place today and I'm happy that I'm in a good place and I plan on staying in a good place okay. regardless of like what's going on and who's around me. And other people sometimes like misery really loves company and it is like triggering slash sometimes angering for people for you to be in a good place. It's so interesting when they're not or when they when you hold that. Um and again, you're, it's, none of this has to do with like bragging energy or like, well, I'm great. You know, it's like literally like I'm sitting here content. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so funny how other people will try to stir you up or get you on their wavelength or something. And sometimes like I think in terms of the social battery, though, of like if I'm here and you're here and there's a palpable like we both feel the mismatch and it's kind of awkward. Yep. And we're like trying to connect to each other, but it's like we're both reaching. Like, it is so interesting. And so I do think it's like, as in our day to day lives, we all tend to kind of like, um, I don't know, get really like specific about what we're doing with our timing. Oh, see little buddy. <laughs> we might have to. Children crying. That's okay. <laughs> Children crying in the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, th I think it's just like a really interesting process as we're like finding ways to take care of ourselves and know that we might have to like really curate who we spend time with, how much time we can physically tolerate. Cause I, I also find it at a certain point I can only tolerate so much and then yeah. I have to step away. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. It's so interesting. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think also there's this factor that like everyone has an idea of like what your life should be. Mm -hmm. and if for some reason you're not matching up with that idea, there's a lot of friction there as well. Um, I think a lot of times we especially in entrepreneurship, if we're thinking differently about the world, the offers that we want to put out, a lot of times maybe we're at the forefront of offering different things that aren't like mainstream. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've encountered recently a lot of kind of, I would say situations where there was, all, there was an expectation, which was out of love from someone else, like, hey, why aren't you doing this? Or why aren't you following this life path? Um, and I've been able to kind of navigate that by saying like, I'm very happy with how I am and what I'm doing. And I would love to tell you about it, but it is very difficult. I think a lot of times, um, navigating those expectations that can be out of love, mm -hmm. but also maybe not what you want for your life or at a lower vibration than what you want. Like, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people who have a mindset block in terms of how much money they can make or what security is um, in terms of like their job status. Um, and they want that for you. And I think sometimes in entrepreneurship, when you are out there, you're making your own business, you're making your own mm -hmm. money flow in, you are providing your own health insurance, all of that. 
that can also from the outside look like a very risky scenario mm-hmm. for some people. And I've had people who have like been curious about my work, but also like trying to hold me back. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's interesting. It's, it's hard to navigate. I'm kind of speaking very generally, maybe getting a little bit tongue tied because of that, because I don't want to call certain people out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we all know like these scenarios and we've all experienced them. Yeah. Well, it's, like, I... There's expectations. Your thoughts are different. And mm-hmm. there's a way that you need to navigate so that you can be meeting in the middle and having a productive, easeful time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think this is a really common phenomenon because I think most people are, operate from a fear-based or lack standpoint. It's literally the default of our brain. Like I literally <laughs> taught courses on this, right? Someone say it's the default of our economy and our economic system is lack. Yeah. All of it. Well, and it's so funny because both you and I have done a lot of mindset work and invested a lot in mindset work to literally start to reprogram our brain to think abundantly because the only way to create abundance is to expect it and know Mm -hmm. that it's there and know that it can be tapped into and created and played with and all this kind of stuff. I think it's a very different way of thinking that we weren't raised with. And I think most people aren't. Um, and it's so funny and, and that's part of why people come to work with me as well of, of where are these like walls that we don't even know are there. And we dig into that, like people who want to do that work of like, there's another self-limiting belief. There's another mindset block. There's another way that I'm saying that I can't do something like, where's, of course you can. <laughs> why can't you? Why, why do you need permission to do this thing that you absolutely could do if you wanted to? Um, it's really, really interesting to hear that though, spilling out of like friends and family and random people and, um, their opinions about all this kind of stuff um is really interesting so I mean, the beauty yeah. of the internet is if you're brave enough you can have it all right if you're brave enough to make the content in this day and age, <laughs> yeah everyone can do it right so that's like also comes up a lot in my work as well with entrepreneurs around marketing is like mm-hmm. why aren't why don't you have the podcast or why don't you have why aren't you posting the reel or why aren't you mm-hmm. recording the workshop and posting it online. All these things are available for free at our fingertips. So let's talk about why they feel uncomfortable and if they are a match for you or if they're not. And if they are a match, let's get you in the mindset where you actually are willing to like go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, I'm a big believer that if there's some energy behind it, there's no such thing as a bad idea. I mean, truly, okay. because it's it's been interesting, like one of... um I haven't looked for the stats for last year, but the year before one of the companies that had some of the biggest um, growth was Bomba's socks. They're a sock company. They just sell socks and they had like multi-billion dollar <laughs> growth. And the idea was you buy a, a, a pair of socks and we'll donate um, a pair to uh, a homeless shelter. So that that's their model. And like they had explosive, like the most simple idea. And some people were like, cool, you want to start a business selling socks? <laughs> like, Right. And it's, it's just, there's so many different ways, I think. But if you have this conviction of like, I don't know, I just, I really, I believe in this. I want to do this. Uh, I saw something else too um, last week of this one, she's a social media, I guess, influencer who kind of stumbled into it, but she's, she's this like animal enthusiast. She has all of these pets and she was like, can I tell you how much money my pet turtle made this week? (laughs) He made $40,000 this month. 
from like I guess the sponsorships or the ads or whatever that were like attached because people always wanted to know like what her turtle was up to (laughs) they got all these views and she's like I you know I just am so passionate about my pets I just really wanted to share them with other people and I had some ideas about like turning this into some kind of money-making endeavor I didn't exactly know I just like had this conviction to keep going and keep posting even when no one was watching you know so it's just so interesting in terms of things that some people are like so wait, so your business is posting videos of your turtle? <laughs> like, I, I love stories like this, though, because I'm like, it is an abundant universe. Anything can happen. I mean, truly, keep your mind open about the ways that like life can bless you. Oh, I love that. Keep your mind open about the ways life can bless you. That deserved repeating. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Right. Honestly, I've been thinking about building out an account for Bender because he's expensive. He Dude, needs your cat is funny. He needs his own reality TV show. I think so. He's so he's, sassy. He is so sassy. So, and also there's a whole like thread on TikTok. It's like cat talk. <laughs> I was looking into. So I don't know. I think he might have a future on social media, but it's true. I mean, once you kind of like start realizing it's like, oh, I can just post this and that's there and people see it and then they want the thing or whatnot or they laugh. It's so fun to be able to lean into that too. Like, how can we improve the world by just sharing little snippets of our life? And yeah. we don't need to overshare, but maybe just like moments that are funny, that are relatable, that are enjoyable, that make someone feel seen. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that's how we use the internet positively. Yeah. And there is so much opportunity to get money mm-hmm. doing that. But when you yeah. mentioned um, this opportunity mindset, I wanted to call that out to you, Allison, because actually that's really been something that's on my been on my heart to share with you because just basically how grateful I am actually to you for having that opportunity mindset. You have always had that your entire life with me. I can trace that back to when we were kids. I know that you've worked to cultivate it now in your adulthood and keep it strong. But that's one thing I can think back to, to when we were children, you never laughed at me once for having a crazy idea. You never, ever did. And also you, when it comes to like spirituality and intuition, I think you and I would spend a lot of time talking about those things. And it was never like from a living team space. It was always, like, well, that's really interesting that you saw that angel today. Let's, let's talk about it. We never, well, we never yeah. put each other down. And that's, well, I think, I think you were the same way. Like you, you've always been my biggest cheerleader as well of like <laughs> anything that I've been doing. You're like, yeah, girl, get it. Which is just like, yeah. It, well, and it's funny too, when I think about like who I was as a child right some of some of the self-development work that I've done you know in the last few years is reconnecting to that spirit because Mm -hmm. she was entrepreneurial and she was like I was such a dreamer and it's interesting too where you know sometimes you get into the day-to-day of your career you know you graduate from high school college whatever um, and you start plugging away and paying bills and like seeing what's on Indeed and what job opportunities you have. Like sometimes it can crush your your dreams to be like, what is out here for me? And some of that was my experience too of like the ideal work situation for me does not exist out yeah. in the world. It does. I, I have to create it. But I think it's it's a really interesting shift 
that you have to really work with your nervous system to be able to contain, to go from dreaming to activating. Cause that's a whole, it's a one thing to dream it. And I think a lot of people dream it. And then it's another thing of like, and now I'm, I'm launching a website and I'm reaching out to this person and like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to go get on this podcast or I'm going to go do this thing. Like that is something that is, um, I think, especially as you're starting out before you have any kind of clout, you feel crazy. You do. You feel <laughs> like, who am I? Like, who, you know, like, but you're oh, thinking I of your future successful it. self. You almost have to like envision yeah. you in the future having made it somewhere. Cause otherwise, why the heck are you doing what you're doing? You have to like see the whole thing and be like, well, future me that figured it out knows that you have to reach out to all these people. So I guess I'm gonna, I have to start somewhere. So in, in like being willing to be a novice too, this is something that happens a lot with some of the folks that I work with who are experts in one field. Like you were one of these people. Yeah. Right. Of like an expert at the top of their field in, in a very kind of like structured, maybe corporate or work environment to then go from there to like, now I'm going to start my own business. I don't know how to run my own business. Like I am, I feel fresh. I feel brand new at this and I've been training people and I've been a senior whatever for all this time. And now I am like the newbie. So to be open to, to, to kind of um, being willing to stumble through some of it initially, because you're like, I don't know. You're like, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to figure it out. I think once you have enough of those moments where it's like, honestly, I don't know how to do this, but I know I can figure it out. And then you figure it out and you prove to yourself. I feel like that's like when you start to have more confidence and be comfortable. Also, trolls are real. Oh my God. I was just going to talk about that. No, wait, because when you, you mentioned, <laughs> this, is so, this is so interesting too, in terms of, um, I was thinking about this with the people that I choose to follow on social media. It's so interesting speaking to this like thing of possibility. I have purposely sought out and friended, followed, whatever, women in business who are self-starters who are who are making 20 30 40 80k a month this is their baseline right 200 300 yeah no like truly like these people and they exist and they're they're there's their whole life right and you're like they're real this is not a pipe dream and actually i follow 60 of them so this is to me then all of a sudden my brain is like oh this is this is a reality and if they could do it of course like why not? Let me figure it out. Right. And let me learn what I can from them. And it's so funny too, that in some of these like groups that I'm involved in, um, the people that have made like this success, they, they mindfully, a lot of times are like, I am going to brag. I'm going to be really proud of myself. I'm going to celebrate my win. I'm going to tell you about it. And it's really cool that in a lot of these circles too, where like people have a similar kind of opportunity mindset, is some of their best performing posts are their wins. People are like, yes, I love to see this. This is so inspiring. Oh my gosh, if she can do it, I can do it. Or this is like, I'm just, I love to see a woman succeeding, like all of this kind of energy. And you better believe it's going to piss some people off who are like, well, easy for you to say with all of your privilege and all your whatever and all of these things. Um, Cause they don't feel like it's a possibility and they feel like someone is just like, yeah, it's it's really interesting to see when like the wavelengths, right, mm-hmm. don't match. And then the question is, does that person then stop posting their wins that is actually encouraging all these people? <laughs> right? Because it like pissed off a handful of people that they were celebrating. Right? Like I think it's something to think about, right, in terms of like holding your energy like I mean, when it's I would good hope energy. that they would not stop posting their wins. So social media yeah. strategy number 1, post your wins so other people mm-hmm. can be excited and see that it's possible for them. Um, but I think that's also a way to do it in a way that's like motivating. Sometimes that mm-hmm. like posts, like 
the troll that came on my social media uh, the other day, TikTok. Um, the guy was like, oh, we ma- Wendy made $17,000 today using this strategy. It's like, well, good for you, Wendy. Good for you. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. And, you know, that happens. Um, I think that's like kind of a scammy way to post a win. So maybe that's mm-hmm. not the strategy. But I think if you're like planning or you're sharing organically, just like very naturally in a way that's like positive and maybe not like trying to push someone out of the space. Because I feel like when, like that was clearly um, someone trying to like push me out of the space. They're like, Ooh, I love her. I love her audience. I want her audience and I want to steal them. And I want to discredit everything that she's saying by posting. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not the vibe. But if you're posting it like, hey, this is, I can teach you how to do this, or you can have this too, or it is possible. I just want to share. So helpful to have those aspirational resources. Yeah. Well, I think to like have, to help ground these like crazy feeling dreams into a reality, right? Again, like I love, like my experience in my business too, trying to think of how many times a year I have a, like an utterly floored moment where I'm like, I never thought that I would get this opportunity or I never thought that my life would get to be like this. Or, you know, like there's a lot of, and some of it's money and others it's just like freedom or there's, there's all of these things where I'm like, wow, I, I genuinely never even thought to even dream about this for a little bit. Right. Because it felt so out of reach or not like that's not real. Yes. <laughs> right. And then to have it. So I, I love when I see other people, um, well, I think there's also this energy of like, hey, I made it up to here and I'm reaching a hand down, right, to the to my sisters or whoever are below me to like grab my hand. Pull them up. Right? Like, come on, let's go. You know, and, and I've got some tools for you. I got some resources. I got like, or even just, I'm just rooting you on or even some people's like origin stories. I, you know, I followed quite a few people who really, truly came from like nothing really rough beginnings. I mean, Jewel is like one of our favorite. We love Jewel. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. She's just like such a brilliant light. And she was just like, whatever. I'm why not? Let me just create it. And she did, you know, she has that white light energy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that unshakable confidence. She created that for herself. She lost it and she created again. Like mm-hmm. that, that she's amazing. She's truly inspirational. Yeah. Well, so this is interesting, actually, in terms of um, people. So, you know, I work mostly with really highly sensitive people that identify as healers, caretakers, whatever. Um, When they get on social media for the first time, they're like, I'm going to share this thing out into the world. And it is the Wild West out there, right? It's one thing to like share, share something to, to one person one on one or to like a small classroom of people, right? If you're trying to teach something, but then to I'm just releasing this out into the wild. (laughs) for a lot of people, it's like really nerve wracking. Um, and I know for some people, the first times that they get some like really targeted, like I've had some trolls that are, that are like, I hate the sound of your voice or I hate how often you say like, and I hate this and you need to get to the point. And sometimes they will get so specific and they're not wrong. Um, but some of that kind of stuff, I mean, if people get really personal with you, it is like you have to then navigate that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and balance all of that out. So I do think there's some like work that goes on even in terms of, you know, I, I wonder about this question of can I develop a quote unquote like thick skin or will I never have that as as a highly sensitive person? 
And it's interesting. I actually was talking to someone else who is like a a successful creator on on TikTok, actually. And they were like, oh, I am so sensitive that I literally just don't read comments anymore. Or I have like an assistant push through the helpful ones for me to respond to. And I literally just don't look because it robs energy. Like my consciousness is going to ruminate on it because I have a spicy brain that can't let that stuff go. (laughs) And so the way that I protect myself. So I think it's just interesting in terms of like all the ways that we can like protect our light and how much we allow other people access, even in terms of like our attention or what we're reading from them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really interesting. Um, interesting. Just have to be mindful, right. Of like, also, this person also said, I don't ever respond to a troll. Although you, you responded to a troll and it was hilarious. And I, I was <laughs> like, laughing it, so hard. And, it was, it, and you were kind. You were kind <laughs> in your answer. It's so funny because I have I have responded directly to some of these um, people. And then it has kind of messed with me because then I'll be like, ooh, was I a little too sassy back? Like, did that bring down my integrity? Or, um, or sometimes I'll just call people out on their bad behavior. I've done that a few times. Yeah. I'm just like, that was really unkind. I'm a real person. <laughs> I really right like would you say that to my face and not online you know like sometimes like do we just call these people out but then even still then I was overthinking it the rest of the day though should I have responded this way or that way or whatever when I could have like just been coming up with like some other beautiful light-filled thing to like beam out to my audience other than thinking about this one troll who just now robbed all my energy it's true your community you definitely if you're going to be online you need to take radical responsibility so you are in charge so mm-hmm. you set the vibe of your content. If you, if, you know, you set out positive to create a positive community, um, I think it's totally possible, but you also have the authority to block, like, yeah, block all and delete. Trolls. You don't have yeah. to respond to any sort of comment that you don't want to. You don't even have to respond to comments if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think also a lot of people think that they're not in control. And so I just want to, always Mm. provide the empowerment that you are and that um Mm. you set the vibe and that includes blocking any trolls that might come your way um i don't respond Mm. to every troll but that one like made me laugh so hard it like (laughs) cracked me up that it made me more joyful to respond and of course share with you guys because it's hilarious but love you i also think that might have been a lot money (laughs) good for you wendy oh my goodness (laughs) So funny. Well, yeah, it, I th- I think too. Like, I'm I am a big fan of like for people coming at me with a weird energy of of giving people the least amount of energy and attention possible. Like in real life, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's just times where you're just like, I'd rather just whoop, here we go. Like, I'm going this way, and I'm not even going to interface with this. And obviously, there's like times where you need to like speak up for yourself or engage. But um, even like the the deleting things i've been thinking about this too in in terms of some of my online communities there's a lot of people who genuinely enjoy what i'm putting out there who identify with me there's something about me that they see themselves in so it's like maybe the adhd thing or um it could be all sorts of things right that might be slightly vulnerable and so to see someone like putting some hate on one of my traits that other people in my community share like they're gonna absorb that crap too because they're like well yeah they're like like, oh no i'm like that way too i ramble too (laughs) right so some of the stuff i'm like i don't want anyone to see this kind of stuff because like the world is dark enough we don't need any more of this crap like we're trying to create these beautiful safe spaces for our sensitive you know dreamers yeah i had a i had a troll that was like i can't stand you you take forever to get to the point and i responded this was when i was responding to trolls and then i was like i need to stop and i said this video is 20 seconds long hun so (laughs) 
<laughs> if it took me forever to get to the point when, and I got to the point, I gave you a tip in 20 seconds and that was too long. I'm like, is this for real? Girl, check your ADHD. Are you like resisting getting like diagnosed? Because honey, it's like happening for you. So, but again, I'm like, I just, I need to let people have their journey. And if they're going to vibe down there, then they can just enjoy themselves there. Cause I'm like really enjoying being over here. And I'd rather not like revisit some of those levels. And honestly, I've been there too. Like I have been a low vibe person at various stages of my life where like, I didn't even enjoy my own company. I was like, just felt like all up in the nasty energy of whatever I was struggling with at the time. So I try to have compassion for that too, but also like, I don't need to be there. That's not my job. Well, it's not my job to save anybody from themselves. It's not my job to stoop to someone else's level to help them. Like, I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. And then the people who are ready to like, I think like reach an arm up too. Cause I think some of the people we work with too are feeling icky, but their eyes are in the right place. And they're like, I want to change some stuff. I'm looking up. I'm looking onward. I'm not like, going to feed into any kind of victim mindset like i don't like what's going on and i'm going to make changes to make it better right and those are the people that i'm always like oh yeah let's work together because like the the intentions are good and they're not looking like down at other people who are doing better they're inspired by them right they're like yes this is um this is the wavelength i'd like to get on help me get there and that's like a whole different vibe that i think is is a beautiful one right um you know especially when people want to kind of do that work well so shameless plug if you want to get on that vibe sign up for allison's <laughs> overflow program <laughs> Let's do. we're starting february 1st so yeah if i can do my shameless plug um it's the perfect community for people who want to find other people who are doing a lot of self-development work but also um up leveling their career in some way so we have quite a few entrepreneurs or like budding entrepreneurs in this group um there are a handful of people who are also just trying to like get to the next level in their career and we're all trying to do all of this without stressing ourselves the heck out <laughs> and like managing our nervous system and and letting the whole process feel more or less easeful now there's like you know we'll get out of our comfort zone sometimes and challenge ourselves in little ways but ideally in general we're we're staving off burnout. We're finding sustainable habits and protecting our energy and um, really enjoying each other's company. So I love these groups because everyone's so sweet and then everyone becomes the best friends and they all like network and trade services. And it's been really cool to see some of the past groups, um, like what has come out of that. Some of the collaborations that have come out of that have been really cool. So it takes on a life of its own, but it's just like a, a really fun community. Um, and I'm just, I'm really excited about this one. So yeah. So everyone sign up, go to Allison's website. It is linked in the show notes, but thank you so much for spending time with us today.